0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 15 of the Born Quarantine Movie Review. I'm Janelle, and I am the host of the show. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about the movie Falling Down, directed by the late great Joel Schumacher, who just recently passed away. It stars Michael Douglas, Robert Duvall, and Barbara Hershey. In a movie that was a moderate success at the box office, but kind of got lost in the shuffle and, you know, poor Joel Schumacher got, um, his career has been marred as the man who effectively killed the 1990s Batman franchise because he directed Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, which are two very terrible movies. Uh, so unfortunately, uh, his career has been marred by that, but if you actually look at his filmography, it's actually quite impressive to see all the movies that he's done. It's quite unfortunate that he has been most known or notorious for those two movies. He's actually got quite an impressive resume, so you might want to check that out. But Falling Down was actually a grossly underrated movie. It came out in 1993. It was a critical darling. It has about a 74% rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, which is certified fresh. Um, One critic called it an interesting uh, commercial American film of the year uh, that functions kind of like a Rorschach test to expose the secrets of people who watch it. I thought that was kind of an interesting take on it. It's definitely an interesting movie and everybody will see it differently. Um, so with that, we're going to go ahead with our review.
1: Now let's go meet some nice policemen. They're good guys. Come on, let's go. I'm the bad guy? Yeah. (laughs) How'd that happen? I did everything they told me to. Did you know I build missiles? Yeah. I helped to protect America? You should be rewarded for that. Instead, they give it to the plastic surgeon. You know, they lied to me. Is that what this is about? You're angry because you got lied to? Is that why my chicken dinner's drying out in the oven? Hey, they lie to everybody. They lie to the fish. But that doesn't give you any special right to do what you did today. Did you, ma'am? How's the food? I think we have a critic. <laughs> I don't think she likes the special sauce, Rick. Hey! Hey! you dumb bitch! You cut me off! What's the matter with you? Move up and move back. Get out of the way! What the hell are you, moron? Come on! I want to be a bargain want I buy a ticket, you dumb goddamn bitch! What's wrong with the street? Nothing. But I'll give you something to fix.
0: What you got, Scott? And look at the fact that uh, Joel Schumacher passed away recently. We've decided to go with Falling Down today.
1: Yes. Um, because I feel like Joel Schumacher is most famous for his bad movies. Yes. So I kind of wanted to stick up for him because Falling Down is like one of the best movies of the 90s.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think it's one of the unmost underrated movies of the nineties too, mm-hmm. because you don't hear a lot of people give it I think praise. It,
1: yeah. Kind of has a following. Yeah, it does. Uh, it also has some people that think is think it's racist, which I think is ridiculous. But Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Michael Douglas and Robert DeVall is it DeVall or Duvall?
0: <laughs> I, I think it's Duvall, but I, I mean I could I could be completely, completely wrong about that. Yes. I mispronounce names Michael all the time. Yes, and, uh, <laughs> and he's got a a, a, a badass buzz cut yes. in that movie.
1: Yes, and it's um, thriller. Very, I, I think it's kind of timely now too.
0: I was going to say it, it is very timely to this world, and in Michael Douglas, kind of becomes what we probably have all envisioned in our minds at one point or another. Yes, um, you know, it's it's. Basically, a guy who's had enough. You know, I, I, I can't quite remember the reception it had. It was kind of like a, one of those polarizing movies that people kind either like, really loved it or really didn't yeah, like it.
1: Yeah, kind of a mid-level grocer, nothing um, major. Uh,
0: kind of break down the synopsis without really giving anything away, if anybody hasn't, for anyone who He lives
1: in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and he... Uh, is trying to get to his daughter's birthday and he's uh, recently been fired or let go and laid off and and he's uh, kind of an angry guy and he gets caught in a traffic jam and he just loses his crap and decides to walk to her party and on the way he comes into contact with like, uh, uh, he goes into a convenience store and gets ch- charged too much and the, the clerk is rude to him, so he kind of loses his temper with that, and he uh, uh, loses his temper at a fast food place. I think it might have been McDonald's, because they wouldn't wouldn't serve him breakfast, and they served him crappy food, and he, like, uh, uh, and, like, gangs and stuff. He basically just, uh... (laughs) He's this guy who's had enough. Just had enough, yes. (laughs) And it's, uh, kind of thriller kind of a comedy though i think it's funny as hell well i think some of the stuff he does is just it's it's
0: it's it's very funny and um, when did this movie come out it came out 93 in, it was 93 of course you know and we talked about movies like ed i think ed wood came out that year 90,
1: 90, it was a
0: 94. 94 sorry wrong mm-hmm. wrong year mm-hmm. um you know the that year everybody was going to see jurassic park and all that kind of stuff and this mm-hmm. this movie kind of got lost in the shuffle of all that mm-hmm. And it's one of those movies that has actually gotten a better, uh, has yes. been better reviewed over time. Mm-hmm. People realize that this movie is actually more of a classic than it than it was when it initially came out.
1: Yeah, yeah, ninety three was the same year as Demolition Man.
0: Right, and there's that's another the one. one
1: that's like people are, that's more time that. Makes more sense coming up like today. Right, a movie that
0: was ahead of its time. Yes. There was a lot of movies like that, especially back in those days, that really did not get the just desserts that now finally, like 20, 25 years later, people are realizing, oh, crap, that was a good movie, wasn't Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. You know, and uh, Falling Down definitely falls into that category. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I know it had a small following of people Mm -hmm. that were just like, um, and... um, it's funny i hadn't seen it until um i think we watched it on netflix like maybe about two or three years ago mm-hmm. um my husband's a fan of that movie he loves that movie mm-hmm. you know but of course he likes he's a fan of john wick and all that stuff like mm. you know that side of us like i just want to see somebody blow stuff up yeah. and that's pretty much what falling down is in a way Mm-hmm. Um. Although it has a little bit more of a storyline than maybe For, John Wick. No,
1: it has more of a storyline. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just an excuse to blow stuff up. John Wick is entertaining, but like by the time they got to the third one, it's like, what was this about again?
0: Yeah, and there's a fourth <laughs> one coming too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so wow, wow, that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. So this, I mean, this is an interesting time in Michael Douglas's career too, because his career was kind of going um. One, um before that had been the sexually charged movies, like he had Basic Basic Instinct, instinct, Fatal Attraction, uh, Disclosure, um, you know, movies like that, and I guess this kind of...
1: Mm. He played a lot of flawed people. Yeah,
0: yeah. I guess that kind of, you know, you know, he he kind of, uh, you know, because of Romancing the Stone, he became kind of like a quote-unquote action star, in a way, and then um, got burnt out by the time they did Jewel of the Nile, and then mm-hmm. he went away from that and started doing the, mm-hmm. you know, the Wall Streets, the you mm-hmm. know, um, yeah, the other movies like that. And another that's partly, par, partially part of the reason why there was never um, a second sequel to Romancing the Stone is because he was burnt out by the time they did Jewel of the Nile.
1: Right, he
0: didn't want to do action movies anymore. Um, but. Um, uh, it, he didn't really. He didn't really for, black, for about ten years. Black Yeah, Black Rain that
1: was, yeah, black Ring,
0: was that a? Movie. Yeah, Black Rain was like was like was he a cop in that one? Yes. Yeah, so he was kind of doing cop, cop movies and stuff like. I was kind of going back to like Streets of San Francisco kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If my research is right, he's supposed to do another movie with Kathleen Turner, which was a cop, a uh, cop comedy movie called Hard Boiled, which never mm. came to fruition because I think Kathleen Turner turned it down because she said the script they changed up the script so much that they took the fun out mm-hmm. of it. So she backed out. So yeah, he kind of stayed away from that and then he um, but you're right he, he is his his characters if you look at the the evolution of the characters that he plays from the mid eight mid to late 80s through the 90s into the, t- the early part of the new millennium, He's always played flawed characters, but they became more thriller based. Mm-hmm. The movie "Don't Say a Word," which was a flawed movie, but still an entertaining movie.
1: Yeah, I remember
0: that I one. Don't say a word. That was good. It was that was a good one. Has he? Well, he's doing a TV show. He's doing a Netflix show now called the Comiskey Method.
1: Just recently. Just
0: Netflix. recently, yeah. So it's only in the secondary. I haven't watched. <laughs> It's. I, I guess it's suppo- It's supposedly good. I haven't seen any of it, but apparently he's found a new, mm-hmm. a new life um, on Netflix with this new series. And well,
1: if I'm not mistaken, he was the original choice for the male lead of Cutthroat Island. If anybody remembers that, yes,
0: he was. I read that because I was actually reading about movies that killed actors' careers. Mm-hmm. And. Um, that I mean, obviously Cutthroat Island pretty much all but sealed Gina Davis's fate in Hollywood. She's never really her career never recovered no, from that was, movie.
1: I know at the time and it may still be the biggest money loser.
0: It is. Still at the top, still number one is the biggest money loser of all time.
1: And we played it first run. Seriously? Because that was when it was the Terrorist. Like back <laughs> oh. when back when the terrorist was the first run in the theater, they only had six screens. They didn't play every movie. Oh, like so
0: you guys we, got Cutthroat Island. So we got Sleepless
1: in Seattle, which was which is our biggest selling movie of all time. Steve uh, yeah, it as would far be
0: as tickets. Yeah, that would be. But yep. then
1: we also got Cutthroat Island. <laughs> which was the polar opposite of that. Yeah, pretty much.
0: And yes, that's right. He turned it down because he didn't want to pl- he did not want to be second on the bill to Gina Davis. Mm.
1: Yeah, so they replaced him with Matthew Modine, if anybody even still. Now it remembers. might have been better <laughs> now it might have been better if Michael Douglas would have been in it. Might Maybe. have been better.: Maybe.
0: but you know that movie was just I mean, yeah, I, I feel bad for Gina Davis because she was actually a decent actress, and she never recovered from that. Um, Not really. And um, she made it with her then husband at the time.: Yes. And then they made another stinker together. And then it's pretty much long kiss,
1: good night. Yes, that one has a little bit more of a following, though. I actually talked to a lot of people that like that
0: one. Yeah, yeah, Yep. Yeah. That's interesting that he um, that he turned that one down. I read that mm-hmm. somewhere. I'm like, no way. Okay, that would have been a little bit more interesting if Michael Douglas would have been in it. I, I find it interesting though that he did not want to play um, second fiddle to her, though. I, I that he felt that she was. Yeah, the, the movie was centering around her too much and I mm-hmm. think that's one of the reasons why he turned that role down
1: mm-hmm. I
0: think he wanted to be the central character
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think judging from what I read um, yes which is interesting to say the least um, I mean and there could be more to that story than just that I'm sure um,
1: but uh, no, that, that's definitely interesting Um and I've heard they're doing a Pirates of the Caribbean reboot with Margot Robbie, so they're going to try the female pirate thing again. Hopefully, it won't be a. Uh,
0: hopefully, it won't be a dud like Island. Cutthroat Island. Now, I, I I will say I have not seen Cutthroat Island. Have you? I'm sure yeah, you it's have. Yeah, played
1: it. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it's not god awful. It's mediocre. 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 It's not. I mean, it's not Howard the Duck or anything. But.
0: It still has its uh, moments of
1: stinker like if you're bored you can watch it and maybe you can watch it drunk or something but be mildly entertained by it it's 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 okay but right
0: well I, I from what i understand this is one of the biggest criticisms of the, is that they made Gina Davis's character a damsel in distress where it probably would have been more effective if she would have been maybe a little bit less helpless
1: mm, maybe
0: you know, if they would have done, like, a Xena warrior princess this, kind of thing.
1: I mean, this was a time when they weren't comfortable having an action action movie with a female. It was rare back then.
0: Well, and you you know, you figure into, you know, the movie V.I. Warshawski, which was um, a dud mm-hmm. at the box office. Even though Kathleen Turner was really good in the role, I think she was great in the role. They mm-hmm. just had a terrible script. Right. And she did the best she could with it. Um, if they would have done it right, I still don't know if it would have been done well at the box office because people were not really gunning for female leads at that time mm-hmm. in in action movies. Right. I don't even remember what was, what was the real first real action movie fe- featuring a female that besides well, Aliens So, I don't know.
1: Yes, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: I might be wrong about that. But the thing is, is Aliens was kind of an exception in a way.
1: Aliens was a sequel to a hit movie.
0: Right, and at the time, Sigourney Weaver was not the lead in Alien.
1: Technically, right. yeah, no, no. It
0: was Tom. I think Tom. Skerritt it was Tom. Scared.
1: Actually, uh, they they did a switch on the audience because the way they set the beginning of Alien up, you thought Tom Scaret was the hero.
0: Right, right. So they, and yeah. he, Tom Scaret, I think, got top billing on that. So it was more. I, I think he was top billing on that, if I'm not mistaken. I so. so, you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. At the time, there wasn't really a lot of action movies that had female leads that were successful.
1: And And I think about Linda Hamilton and Terminator, everybody liked her, but that was Schwarzenegger's movie. Right, he was top build. Um, And yeah,
0: Linda Hamilton was, I would say, very extreme. Like, she was like extreme, but she was, you know, obviously everybody loved. Mm -hmm. You know, the fact that she was just ripped to shreds in that movie, and right. you know, basically, it was just psychotic, but mm-hmm. in a good way.
1: Right
0: now, Michael Douglas, uh, for for most of his career up until I guess his early forties, he was known as a producer. Um, yeah, he was more a producer more than a producer.
1: A, produced uh, one floor of the cuckoo's nest. Yeah,
0: right. And he won. Yeah, you know, obviously, being the producer, he got the Oscar for, for when it won Best Picture. Um, and at the time, and again, it, it took Romancing the Stone to launch him into... Yes. Into Action Star...
1: Um, Wasn't the well, original choice.
0: No, he um, didn't want to do... It. Well, he he only took it because everybody else turned it down. Bill
1: Gibson turned it down.
0: and uh, Yep. Yeah, um, okay. And um, so did uh, Sly Stallone was pegged also. Or he's considered... I know. I, I made that face, too, when I read that. I'm like,
1: ooh. <laughs> I mean something else
0: now (laughs) but uh how how would have how would that have went over oh i just i cringe to think um uh and also to christopher reeve was offered the role and turned it down Mm. he had been i but you know obviously michael douglas was the right choice for that absolutely hands down the right choice for that role he plays scoundrel really well
1: so Stallone did Stone instead, I guess.
0: Yes, he did. Okay. Yes.
1: Good for him. And
0: he, I think he said he regretted that decision. Somebody regretted the decision not taking Romancing with Stone. I remember, I can't Michael remember. I think it
1: might have been Mel Gibson.
0: Was it Mel Gibson that regretted it?
1: Might have, might have been. I remember, well, I, I, I actually kind of remember reading that he kind of regretted it, because he said, of course, it turned out to be a hit.
0: Right. At... And I think romance, I, I think, um, I mean, obviously Christopher Reeve expressed regret not taking it, uh, taking it either, because obviously it ended up, it would have either launched somebody, or it, w- it probably would have launched Mel Gibson a lot sooner than, he, than, than Lethal Weapon.
1: Right. Joe Schumacher, because you also, people forget Joe Schumacher is pretty much responsible for Matthew McConaughey. And right. Colin Farrell. What, um, what movie was that? Was it time A to Time kill. to Kill? A
0: Time to Kill. Time which to kill, yeah.
1: And uh, Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. was originally supposed to play the Kiefer Sutherland role. He was supposed to play hey. the bad guy. And uh, they were I trying, don't see that working. They were trying to get a star uh they were trying to get a star for uh the lead role. Do right? they do
0: they have any particular names that they wanted? Brad Pitt,
1: they went after him. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been and all they right. went after uh I can't remember. I think I wanna say uh, Woody Harrelson, uh, mm. and um,
0: I could have seen I would have seen Woody
1: Harrelson as the bad guy more than the lawyer. Some people, uh, well, not really at that time.
0: Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I know Just, that's that right. That was when he indecent was, proposal. He was yeah. the good guy. He was playing the good guys. Yeah, yeah. true.
1: Um, Joe. Then when they cast uh, Sandra Bullock and Samuel L. Jackson, supposedly Joe Sumeroff said, "Well, we've got a great cast. Let's 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 take a chance on this unknown guy because I think McConaughey had asked him." And it worked out. I mean, it,
0: it worked out well. I mean, it was a it was a decent movie at the box office. So oh yeah,
1: yeah. Very well reviewed. Yeah, he and did two. He did two good uh, Grisham movies because he also directed The Client. That was a good movie. And um, uh, he directed Lost Boys, which most eighties. Uh, it's on the top of a lot of people's eighties list. Yeah, that's an eighties kid kid movie. Yeah. Um, I guess St. Elmo's Fire too, which I think is boring, but. I didn't care for Saint
0: like El- Elmo's Fire that much either. I watched it, you know, the for the I I had never seen it and then I watched it, and I'm like, Yeah, it's not like the Breakfast Club. It's not like I mean, I guess it's it's nostalgic in a way. Um, but
1: yeah, I wasn't impressed with Saint no, Elmo's no, Fire no, either. But okay. Uh and um so, and he directed uh, Colin Farrell and did the same thing with Colin Farrell, casting him in Phone Booth, which is oh. not a big hit like Time to Kill, but it's, it, it's a really good movie.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, and then, of course, which, which Batman did he do? He did Batman Forever?
1: Forever Was- and Robin. So that's oh, what everybody remembers. yes everybody unfortunately, remembers unfortunately he directed Batman and Robin. He basically killed the Batman movies, that's yeah, why I thought Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, unfortunately he's got no directing
1: filmography, he's actually done quite a few good movies. Yes, but. he
0: has, but it's been overshadowed by the oh, fact yeah, that he, he directed
1: Batman and Robin. <laughs>
0: That's, I forgot about Batman and Robin, I, like, that he did that one, too. I, th- I thought it was just Batman Forever.
1: And I just remembered somebody else they approached about Time to Kill, Val Kilmer, because it was surprising, because mm. the year before, the, Val Kilmer did Batman Forever, and he, famously, he and Joel Schumacher hated each other. That's
0: not shocking.
1: Yet, That's... Joel Schumacher still kind of uh, too, too, like, brought it up to him, like...
0: I guess maybe because I mean I, I mean and at the time I mean Val Kilmer was still doing it, popular, okay he was still a popular he had Tombstone mm-hmm. um, you know and then The Doors of course.
1: Okay, now, however, he, he is known as like one of the biggest jerks.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I think that's
1: why he faded because even though he did make some flops, Hollywood is more forgiving of a few flops if you're light. <laughs>
0: If if you're if you're a likable person, but yeah, no, of course. Yes. The, the the whole thing surrounding Val Kilmer is, is the fact that he's just a, a prima donna, a jerk. Um, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like he never he never really. Not that anybody ever earns the right to be a jerk, but he. I don't think he was that that big of a star that he had any right to be a jerk to anybody. No. <laughs> you know. Um, and, I, yeah, he, he, that's the thing that's plagued him. Mm-hmm. But supposedly he's he's going to be in this new Top Gun movie that's coming out.
1: I didn't know that, is he?
0: I believe okay. so. All right. Uh, which is surprising to me, but um, mm. because of the reputation that he has, but maybe it's just a nostalgic thing. Maybe. Um and maybe they've told him to behave himself. Who knows.
1: Well, I mean, he kind of has to now.
0: Well, yeah, if he, he wants to get any ahead. kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um no, now he's making the rounds on the on the um the con circuit because that's okay. what you that's what you do when um I shouldn't say that. That's what you do when you're washed up. That's that's terrible for me to say. But that's what
1: you do when you're washed up?
0: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I mean, unless you're one of the, uh, the, the stars of the Avengers, in which you can charge $400 for an autograph, I guess. hmm Which, to me, is just...
1: We haven't insane. seen Val Kilmer. I haven't seen... I don't think I've seen him in a movie... A good movie. In the entire 21st century. No. No.
0: <laughs> I, I can't think of anything past Batman forever.
1: No, not really. The Saint was okay.
0: Oh yeah, my dad liked the Saint, but he only liked the Saint because of he liked the series with
1: Roger Moore. Um, I remember the the Saint actually. I liked the first half of the Saint. I didn't like the. I, it was an intriguing it, movie, it,
0: and it, I liked that kind of stuff.
1: It turned into a chase movie. I didn't like that, but yeah, when they were setting the character up, I liked it.
0: Yeah, that was actually a decent. That one's an actually decent movie. Yeah. Um, I and mean, it's not being decent because of Val Kilmer. It's decent because, um, I find the story intriguing. And like you said, the first half was,
1: was really mm-hmm. good. Yes. Um, so. Yes, he, do. he does do a good job in that. Yeah. So. They're, they're re- remaking that one too. With mm. Chris Pine.
0: That could work. Mm-hmm. That I could actually, that I might actually be supportive in terms of a remake. Yeah. Because I like Chris Pine. So, mm-hmm. that would work. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Um, anything else about John Schumacher? I'm trying to think of any other movies that he's done, but, I mean, the ones that come to mind. I
1: think I've named most of his... The more,
0: the more prominent ones. The
1: more prominent one He directed Phantom of the Opera, which is campy, but a lot of people love. does of the opera. opera. Is it the musical? The one with... Yeah, the one with... Uh, oh, Gerard Butler. Gerard right? Butler. And yeah, and I... I can't be, but it has it has it does have a following
0: yeah, it does have a following and I mean I guess um you know at the time that was a very curious choice to cast Gerard Butler because the Phantom of the Opera obviously if you are doing the musical you know i I mean but in any in any case I mean, movie musicals are so contrastingly different it
1: and miss it was a little silly because of course Gerard Butler is very handsome yes and when she takes his mask off at the end, it just kind of looks like he has a skin rash. Right, He's right. that gross.
0: Well, also, too, if you, you know, um, if you see the makeup that they put on the, the 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 stage version of the phantom of the opera his whole left side is completely like mm-hmm. the makeup job is actually pretty decent for stage
1: makeup It's weird that the makeup's better on a play than on a movie.
0: It, That is very weird because he has his entire left side he's got rips in his face he's got skin hanging not skin hanging off but missing skin and all that stuff mm-hmm. and bumps and bruises and all that kind of stuff so um yeah i mean stage musicals are um, diff- starkly different. I remember seeing... I saw Chicago, obviously the movie, and then I saw Chicago the musical. They're two completely different things. Mm. Rob Marshall almost, like, defossied the um, the musical for, for a movie. It's like... as
1: Chicago.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's, like, completely...
1: Not a Chicago fan. Not the movie. No! Mm. Ah! It's okay. No, I'm not.
0: <laughs> I, it's it okay. It won the Oscar, though. It won the Oscar. I don't think it deserved Oscar for Best Picture. Absolutely I mean, not. No. I, I, I think there was a. I mean, what was it up against that year? That was.
1: Uh, let's see. What was it up against? It was Gang, Gangs of New Gangs York? Of New York. Yeah. Um, I think the Pianist. That probably.
0: Hmm. I would that I would have given that Best Picture over Chicago.
1: Uh, oh, uh, one of the uh, the two towers. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings movie. Let's see there's one more The hour, I believe the hours.
0: Yes, the hours, yeah. Okay, so Yeah, I would have I would have given it to the pianist before I would have given it to Chicago, but, but and they did give Roman Polanski Best Director. Um, but again, in hindsight, you know
1: Personally I would have given it to Gangs of New York, even though I know some people hate that movie. Ah, uh, yeah I hated Cameron Diaz in that movie, but everything yeah, was thought yeah. the right. Yeah, she was completely miscast in that <laughs> completely, movie. Completely, yes.
0: That was just—I uh, don't—I don't even know if that was stunt casting, but like, uh, um,
1: because she wasn't—she
0: can... re- never really was a big star. Or was she really? I mean, I in a yeah. movie
1: that she carried. Of course, she was in there. Something about Mary, but uh, uh,
0: yeah.
1: Um, other than that, I'm having a hard time thinking one that she was the star of.
0: I, I would say that that was stunt casting, maybe probably
1: stunt casting.
0: Yeah. So now uh, I, I would definitely say uh, yeah.
1: didn't like her, but uh,
0: yeah, they they, they defossied I, Chicago.
1: Kind of. Uh, I don't know. I can see Adrian Brady one. I can see why Adrian Brody run, but Daniel day Lewis was pretty he was pretty
0: darn awesome good too in that movie, yeah he was pretty darn good, and um yeah you pretty hard not to give it to Adrian Brody, yeah,
1: I guess no you know, I remember nobody predicted it, ah. but everybody said it was between like it's it's either going to be Daniel day Lewis or Jack Nicholson for about Schmidt, oh right and so everybody just thought. It was. It's one of those two, and then, and David, then, then Adrian boom, Brody. Adrian Brody, and then of
0: course the kiss. Then he just completely laid one on Halle laid Berry. Laid one on
1: Halle Berry, which probably today wouldn't go over well at all. Absolutely not. That was shocking. <laughs> but I mean, because uh, I believe Daniel Day Lewis won the Globe. Yes,
0: I believe he did. I, mm, I believe he did. So, so, but was he? Yeah, I guess he was the starring role. I mean, one could one argue that that he was more supporting than starring, or... Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah. I actually think so.
1: I think he should have been supporting.
0: Right, because who was the main star? It was, DiCaprio. It was Leonardo DiCaprio, so... Yes. And here comes to that... That argument is, like, what constitutes a supporting role versus a starring role?
1: Yeah, don't get me started. Because it, it it just really, like... <laughs> like, Gina Davis times, winning for stars. The Accidental
0: Tourist? She was a I star can, in that movie. Really.
1: I can see that... Kind of, but like, okay, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He was that a starring was role. was supporting role.
0: He was a starring role. They, he was a. second a. on the bill to DiCaprio, but he was still a starring role.
1: He was a starring role. Uh, I would say...
0: They um, were just, they. I think they gave him supporting actor because they probably wanted to give him the Oscar. That's yeah, what I'm that's thinking. That's
1: think. uh, Do you remember, and same with, uh, oh uh, gosh... Viola Davis in, the, in Fences. Mm. I think she should have been actress. Mm-hmm. I think she could have won actress because I think she was a lot better than Emma, Emma, Emma Stone. Oh, right. But. In La La Land. Right. So, yes. But it goes back to Training Day when Ethan Hawke was nominated for Supporting Actor because they wanted... Denzel Washington. They wanted to give him best the actor. Best actor. Now, the whole movie is from Ethan Hawke's point of view. It's right, so arguably he's, he's the star. He's in every scene of the movie.
0: Right, so how would, he become, how would that constitute a supporting role? He's
1: not a supporting role. hmm So, yeah, yeah, that whole thing gets me annoyed.
0: It does. It does. I mean, yeah, no. And I'm I'm trying to like I, like you said goes back to Training Day. I mean, I would you know I I even know Gina Davis's Oscar win for *Accidental Tourist* was controversial because her role she wasn't in mo- she was pretty much in most of the movie. Mm-hmm. She was second on the bill to Kathleen Turner, but Kathleen Turner was the bigger star, so she got second billing to William Hurt, who was mm-hmm. the star of the movie. Okay. She, yeah, had more, she had more. Like she had. She had. She had more screen time than Kathleen Turner. Or you could argue that Kathleen Turner was a supporting act. Supporting actor. Gina Davis should have been nominated for best actress. hmm And they gave it to Jodie. She would never have won anyways. Jodie Foster was going to win that Oscar hands down, anyway.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: For the accused, I mean, she was. Sure. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: No, there's no way anybody was going to beat her for that. Um. Uh, Yeah, it's just weird. I scratch my head at supporting roles sometimes. It's just like, huh? Mm -hmm. How's that a supporting role? I don't get it. But, anyways, interesting conversation. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We want to appreciate the continued support, and thank you guys so much. Please feel free to visit our Facebook page. We have a lot of interactive posts, and we want to hear from you for sure. Next week, we're gonna be reviewing a comedy classic from 1988 called A Fish Called Wanda. Great movie that was written by John Cleese. stars Kevin Kline, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Palin, and John Cleese. It is by far the best movie outside of the Monty Python umbrella that John Cleese and Michael Palin ever did. Very, very funny movie. Although some of the gags in the movie may not stand up or hold up well today it's still overall a laugh a minute movie so definitely join us next week we'll also be talking about favorite actresses and actors so you won't want to miss that thanks again